Good morning, my beautiful people. Happy Monday. Brand new week. Ready to start this shit. Ready to rock it. I'm back from my personal journey, my own sabbatical, and I want to share all of the things that I've learned with with you guys. I mean, it's just, it's life-changing, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Um, I want to know more about what you guys have going on. Please feel free to reach out to me, PM me, uh, text, email, whatever works good. I am just so interested in getting to know you guys more in depth and kind of just understand a little bit more about what you're interested in listening to. If it's just me rambling, hey, shit, I'm here for it. But I know you guys are here for a deeper meaning, uh, a deeper connection, and I feel like we're on the same wavelength. I know that sounds funny because some of you guys are thousands of miles away from me. But I feel so connected to you more than I do than the people who surround me on a day-to-day basis sometimes. And for that, I love you and I appreciate you. And I thank you guys so much for listening, for sticking around uh, and following my journey. So quickly, let's get you updated on where I've been for the past few months. So about three months ago, I started a journey for myself. I said, you know what? I need to actually let's back it up Um, almost seven months now. I left my job that I had been with for 10 years, okay? When I talk about passions and love and doing what you love, that's what I loved. But I felt at the very tail end that I had this stress and pressure that was just unnecessary and it was overwhelming and I couldn't get a grip on my life. Have you ever walked on like dirt but there's gravel on top of it and it just you feel like you can't get your footing that's how I felt like I was moving throughout my life like I just could not get my balance I just I felt off and I was like what the fuck is going on how do I get my life back in order so as radical as it seems I spoke with my husband and I said look I need to fucking do something different I can't just keep doing this yes I'm a I'm a very creative and insightful person when it comes to certain things but I feel dormant I feel stagnant I need to get out of it and he said leave your job and you know he's always been somebody that's like fuck them leave leave and I'm like no I can't do that this is my life this is my passion these are the people that depend on me but when he said it it just felt so right and I was like I need to leave so I put in my two weeks I left now I'm still doing things with the organization with Uniting Arizona, uh, which is my nonprofit where we help the homeless uh, here in Tucson, Arizona, with basic hygiene needs, with uh, hot meals, cold drinks, clothing, shoes, um, resource and referral. We're going to be getting our mobile shower unit out in the field, um, helping folks get clean showers every week, nice warm hot showers. Um, So I'm still working with my organization, Uniting Arizona is my baby, but I actually left my nine to five. And so in leaving my nine to five, it was scary uh, because that's all I've known. I was, you know, partially the bigger breadwinner when it came to uh, finances. But, you know, my husband works equally or more more I would say harder than I do for sure physically harder than I do but um you know I was the one that was keeping everybody good and so to leave that and say okay babe now it's your turn and 
He's done a terrific job of maintaining our household while I'm maintaining myself. Um, But it was a hard thing because now we went from two incomes to one. And not just that is I'm literally focusing on myself at this point. And so um, if you're like me, which I feel like you are, you put everybody first, you uh, put everybody's food on the plate, you feed them first and you're the last to eat. You sometimes eat standing up. Uh, or you're just kind of grazing and running around, you know, you are the person that schedules things for everybody else except for yourself. You know, you make sure that everybody's got uh, extracurricular activities and they're having fun and that their needs are met and that they're healthy and that they're happy. And then at the end of the day, you go to bed and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck, I forgot my ankles broken, you know, and you're just like, well, I better t- I better take care of that tomorrow. Um, that's the kind of person that I've been, you know, my whole life. I've just, I've subtly put myself on the back burner and I'm no longer a back burner bitch. I'm telling you right now and neither are you. And when you regain that control, it's like you've kicked all that gravel out from underneath your feet and now you're standing on that hard ground and you've got a center of balance. You've got a stance. And I feel like leaving work even though it was so scary because it was like okay well how are we gonna make ends meet and how are we gonna you know keep afloat I gave it up to God I really did I said you know what at this point it's sink or swim I'm already sinking and I know how to swim and that's sad and I don't know what the fuck to do and so um I left I left I took I plunged I just went feet first and Um, It was scary, but I had to reallocate. I had to say, you know what? No more Target runs. No more uh, fun shopping days just for shits and giggles. Like, it's necessities right now. And it was actually really nice being a little bit more simplistic. I, you know, kind of Marie Kondo'd my house. I said, okay, what do we need? What do we not need? Um, So for the past few months, I left in February. So for uh, the last six months almost seven months, I've essentially reorganized my life. And in doing so, I said to myself, okay, what are the most important concepts? What are the most important um, priorities that I need to start tackling? I'm not just going to take this time off to dig around. I need to know what the fuck my end goal is. What is my end game? What do I want to see for myself? Um, And just like I talked to you guys about, you know, plan write it out what is the, what is the vision and i said to myself i want to continue to work i want to continue to uh create businesses and opportunities for myself and for others i want to you know i was very in depth on the goals that i had and i just wrote it out and part of what i wanted to do was to get healthy i have a cousin who lives up in northern arizona um so i'm in southern arizona and she and I, um, we started talking about health and wellness and, you know, a part of me was interested in it. Um, but I've always been, and I just kind of half-assed my attempts at doing it. And she lost a hundred pounds in the short amount of time doing it a healthy, natural way. And I said to myself, like, if she can do it, I can do it. Um, and so that became part of the goal that was introduced into my overall mindset And I had to start thinking about how I was going to execute all of those clear intentions that I had for myself. 
what were the key steps going to be? And one of the things that just kept screaming at me was that I needed therapy. I needed therapy more than ever. Um, So throughout my entire life, I had needed therapy, but it was never something that I had actually taken the time to research. Um, As a kid, they had attempted to put me in therapy a few times and that didn't go too well. We'll talk about that later. That's a whole nother story. But essentially, I went my entire life without addressing some of the core issues uh, surrounding grief. Um, So you figure I've lost so many key um, intimate family members. I've gone through um, abuses. I've gone through traumatizations. I've gone through so many different things. And to finally say to myself, like, yeah, maybe we should address those, you know? It was it was a little bit like I was late to the party, you know? Like everybody, yeah, God, shit, you should have did this years ago. But it happens when it's supposed to happen. And that's one of the things that I'm really thankful for and, and understanding is that if I would have had the, the therapy sooner, who knows? But the fact is, is that I have it now and I'm thankful for it because we all know somebody who is of an older generation who has not received the therapies that they needed and it's a reflection on their children on their life on all of their circumstances and it's sad and so for me I said to myself I've got five kids I've got a husband I have a dog I've got people in my circle that I want to succeed and I'm not doing them a service by living my worst life that's exactly what I was doing I was living my worst life excuse me (coughs) it's not the Rona I swear um all the kids have allergies right now we've just been Zyrtec'd up it's anyways back to the story essentially I knew that I needed therapy and so I set myself up for success I reached out to the proper channels here in my town we have therapy services if you connect with the right people and that's exactly what I did I set myself up for therapy and now I receive it once a week I've gone through a few therapists um not because of me I swear uh the first one he he kind of left unexpectedly I kind of think he was drinking on the job but you know that's besides the point he was really nice though very very nice um and he helped me identify some really important things uh one of which was that I had been punishing myself my whole life for something that I had done when I was younger. So um, I'm going to share something super personal with you guys that I don't share with many people, but it's part of my life and it's important to share. Um, I had an abortion when I was uh, 19, 20 years old. My son was already a year old and I was in a relationship with a man who was extremely violent. And when I became pregnant, I knew that this was not a relationship that I wanted to carry on. And at the time, I was just so, I was so overwhelmed with the fact that I was going to have to be involved with this person for the rest of my life through this baby. And so um, I resorted to getting an abortion, which I'm not judging anyone who has had one or who is contemplating having one. For my own personal journey, now reflecting back on it. I've forgiven myself for it, but it's definitely something that uh, eats at me because I have five 
alive children and that would have been my sixth child and knowing how much I love my kids now and the sacrifices that I made for them had I had it to do again I would have done the situation extremely different this person would have never known that I was pregnant and I would have carried the baby full term and my life would have probably been a little bit more of a struggle but we're not going to go into the what ifs but again that's my own personal journey with it but part of that journey was recognizing that for my whole life I had been punishing myself for the decision that I had made and in doing so I was not taking care of myself either through um, something so small as developing a skincare routine okay Um, I wash my face every day but with soap like a man I think and I did that for so long and now as an adult as an adult woman i'm realizing like uh you have to take care of your skin a lot differently than just you know a neanderthal like you have to really put some love into your face and so you know so many little things like that um so many ways that i was neglecting my health uh i was just you know not only was i eating poorly but i just didn't give a fuck I didn't give a fuck about myself. My self-worth and my level of value was just so fucking low. But I was able to um, mirror and I was able to um, essentially function as a normal, uh, you know, successful individual, I would say. Uh, For the most part, people could see it in me. But towards the tail end of 2020, um, a couple of close people that I've known for years were reaching out to me and they were like, what's going on man like I see it in your skin I see it in your you know in the way that you're moving like you're just you've got you're extremely fatigued you're overworked you could tell that you're stressed out and you know these are people that have known and care about me that are medical professionals that are saying like well how can I help you and I'm like damn what are you what are you what are you talking about so you know there were little subtle hints throughout my life that that things were going bad you know things the 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 ship was sinking and the the plane was coming down and I had to say to myself fuck what what's the best way to try to get this all in order so therapy was the first step getting into therapy okay talking to somebody regularly getting out some of those dark demons um getting out some of the pain and understanding and making peace with it making peace with the abuse that I've had the traumas that I've suffered and understanding and really compartmentalizing and learning coping skills all of those things are so important but reclaiming your self-worth and saying that you love yourself from a genuine place is such an important step to really moving forward in changing directions in your life you know, it, it it seems almost impossible. And I'm telling you right now, it's a thousand percent possible. And if you listen to the words that I'm saying and you put action to the words, you're going to see that change for yourself. Um, after I did therapy for a few months, I said, OK, well, I'm not happy with the way that things are going. I need to develop a, a healthier eating plan. So my cousin that I had referenced before, she her name is Johanna. She lost quite a bit of weight. And so I jumped on the program that she was doing and I did it for a month. I lost uh, 15 pounds. Some of it was water weight, um, some retention that I had had, but a lot of it was 
now I'm clean eating and now I'm eating on schedule and now I'm paying attention to my body and I'm paying attention to how much water I'm consuming. I was only drinking coffee, soda, water, tea, and water in very light consumption. And now I'm drinking up to 120 ounces a day of water, depending on what kind of activities I'm doing. But I feel so nourished. I feel so replenished. It's something that I'm not having to force. My body wants this water. Um, And so there's subtle changes like that that have helped me. So I'm down 35 pounds in three months, guys, three months. And I'm not here to pump or promote any type of product. Please don't think that. But what I am here to tell you is if you're at that stage in your life, for whatever reason, uh, where you're like, things are just not going in the direction that I want them to go in, create a plan for yourself. Find ways that you can start to slowly execute those things. So we started with getting therapy, talking to somebody, getting a counselor. The second part was learning eating understanding food recognizing your relationship to food um and it's really kind of a i don't know to me i don't know if it's a phenomenon that just happens but i'm finding that losing weight is so much easier now that i love myself because i don't punish myself for eating a cupcake i don't punish myself for having bread or um a sweet I take it as this is what my body wanted in this small moderation, in this small portion, and I'm going to take it, but I'm not going to overdo it. I'm not going to live in gluttony or um, in abundance where I just feel like I have to just go crazy with everything. That's kind of how I used to do it. Um, But now, whatever I feel like having, I'll have, but in a very small portion, I just satisfy the craving. That's all. Just satisfy it and then let it go. And I'm finding that I'm having so much success with that in speaking with my weight loss doctor who, you know, he's basically there for just, um, I would say he's there more for accountability than anything. We just meet once a month and we talk and, you know, he gives me a lot of praise and accolades and I'm just eating it up. I'm loving it all. But, uh, one of the things he said to me was when you're not stressing, you lose that cortisol in your stomach, the stress of of holding on to the fat in your belly just it's gone because it's not worried that it's going to have to fight or forage for the next meal it knows it's good and it lets it go and um he's constantly giving me such great feedback that it propels me into the next month to want to just do better to you know to talk more about it but essentially what i'm finding is in taking these little baby steps in addressing all of the areas that I need to fix for myself, it's very time consuming. It does require a lot, but you are absolutely worth every moment that you do something for yourself, whether it's meditating, praying, self-affirmation, speaking kind words to your food and your water before you consume it. I know I sound like a crazy old hippie, whatever, back up. The point is, is that we want to reach a level of success for ourselves, not for what society deems for us. And so if your level of success says, I want to be unhealthy, I want to be the healthiest individual that I could possibly be, do it. Start doing it for you. If you say, I want to be 
uh, as physically capable as possible to defend myself against anybody, any attacker of any size, and you want to become an MMA, uh, a mixed martial artist, or you want to become a power lifter or whatever, um, it doesn't even have to be health or wellness. It can be academics, it could be in any field, but apply yourself and don't set standards to somebody else's comparison do your own work do stay in your own lane people that are paying attention to you they're finding that you're a a beam of light and your guidance to them take that as a compliment but don't focus on what other people are doing just stay in your lane um, and you're going to see great success that's how I focus that's what I do when I'm at the gym I'm at the gym seven days a week I didn't go this morning I'm extremely sore Um, I overdid it yesterday a little bit but seven days a week is my goal and if I if my body tells me take a day off I'm listening Um, I'm probably going to do a little bit of light yoga right now and some stretching and then maybe some kettlebell work but when I go to the gym I go hard I'm a beast and before I started going to the gym I went to physical therapy for months and I was doing the bike for 10 minutes and then I was getting you know doing some light stretches and some um some table moves and table exercises um really kind of trying to develop my core I did physical therapy for god like three and a half months until I kind of I guess graduated from them but it was monumental for me because I was so scared to get into the gym. I had such anxiety and such fear over just stepping foot into the building. And a huge part of me said, well, maybe if we get into physical therapy and we see, you know, what we're physically capable of doing, because I had issues with my back. I've had six epidurals. I've had two car accidents that were... um, it it resulted in a lot of back trauma. So my fear was going to the gym, pretending that I knew what I was doing, and then injuring myself. And so Common Sense said to me, you know, you've gone to regular therapy where you're talking to a counselor. Try physical therapy, being that you're overweight, um, you're not as physically capable as you were when you were younger to do you know, heavy machines or lifting. So I did the physical therapy and it was amazing to be at a place where I'm eating healthy. I'm doing the physical therapy, just light work. And my physical therapist, after I would say maybe one or two months, he started noticing that um, I was starting to slowly eat healthy and start developing uh, better hydration And he would say like, oh, you're losing a little bit of weight. Look at you. And give me little compliments. And it was such a boost, not just to my ego, but to all the hard work and to the sacrifices that I was making. So it made it so much more worth it to get that because, you know, if you're like me, I suffer from a high self-esteem as it is. And I always think I look great. And then um, I see a picture of myself from somebody else's phone and I'm like, oh, damn, no. So I wanted the vision I had of myself in my head to be projected in real life. And so when I'm hearing real life compliments from people who have known me just a short amount of time, it's a great feeling to know, hey, your hard work is paying off. So 
I did physical therapy for a few months and towards the tail end of my time with physical therapy I graduated from doing like the um, bicycle for 10 minutes and my stretching to actually using some of the weightlifting equipment that they had Um, and then you know developing my core really working on it I was building up a sweat I loved the way it felt before I hated sweating and now I'm so eager to sweat. As soon as I step in the gym, I'm like, come on. Like, in my mind, I'm just trying to get that sweat on because that's my sense of accomplishment. So, uh, once I felt comfortable enough, I signed up for Planet Fitness. And the first day that I got there, I sat in the parking lot for a few minutes. And, you know, I kind of had to start pep-talking myself because I had already signed up and I had already done my my first workout but now it's like okay well now you're here to really show them what you got and not them but yourself and when I walked in the building I just kept repeating to myself I'm not here for anybody and nobody's here for me I'm not here for anybody and nobody's here for me and that's something that I still repeat to myself months later uh because my anxiety will sometimes get the best of me where I start to assume that people are looking at me judging me making fun of me and that's just not what's happening that's not true and um you know it's it's so sad that we have these voices in our minds of maybe ourselves or people that have hurt us in the past and those voices can be so powerful but you are you are so much more powerful than those voices physically mentally spiritually you're powerful and so when you hear those negative self talks or um voices from people that have just not just not wanted you to have well or have not wished you well take that as fuel for your fire and say to yourself i'm better than this i deserve this i'm a beast and you'll see how far your workouts go I typically do 30 minutes on the elliptical, and I do a great portion of it with my eyes closed. Um, And I go like a beast. I go fast. I mean, I'm like Usain Bolt on there. And at least I feel like I'm Speedy Gonzalez. Like, I feel like my little legs are kicking up dust and doing the little, you know. But I might be a snail. I don't know. Um, It looks good. I feel good. I feel good. When I work out, I feel tremendous. Like right now, I'm kind of, now that I'm talking about it, I'm having a little bit of remorse for not going. But I think, you know, my my workout that I'll do this morning will be sufficient for what I need today. But ideally, you want to get yourself into a place where you feel good in your own skin. And what that means is not by somebody else's standards. Like now, you know, I'm I'm far from my goal and my goal is realistic, but it's never been something I've been. So it's it's a new phase in life for me and I'm excited to get there. But as I'm getting there, I'm learning to love the skin that I'm in until I get there. So this little downsizing of my body essentially is showing me, you know, how to appreciate it. Like now... I catch myself rubbing my my abs. I catch myself rubbing my sides, my obliques, my back. Because I feel different. 
So I feel different physically to the touch, to myself, but I also feel different within myself, like a level of love for myself, a level of self-confidence, a level of uh, wanting to do this for myself so hard that it's just, it's, it's, it's not something that I will ever want to let go of. Like, I love it. I love this feeling and I want you to love yourself so much that you all you want to do is just love on yourself you want to just provide yourself with the best and that's such an incredible feeling and I I can't I'm trying to explain it to the best of my ability but it's so hard Um, so if I had to give anybody any type of advice it would be take these three steps as how you can just pivot and start moving in the right direction. So face and conquer some of those demons through addressing mental health issues. You know, I now I recognize now I've been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, something that I've known my whole life. But now, not that having a disorder or having it on paper makes it better or worse. I don't I don't get any medication for it. I'm not Um, being treated for it other than receiving the therapies to help identify reasons why I suffer from anxiety and that's usually because of deep-rooted trauma as a child so once I get to that place the idea isn't that I'm never going to be anxious it's just that the anxieties that are plaguing me now aren't going to be as relevant then so getting therapy is something that I would highly suggest look into it um you know wherever you're you're located find out who is offering services if you are financially strapped and you're saying services are expensive there are free counseling services especially right now through covid and the pandemic Um, a lot of places are now treating that as part of uh, their medicaid package where before i'm sure it was not as essential um in their eyes not mine so Get yourself a little bit of therapy. Um, Using your friends to talk to is not the same. Please, please understand that. That is not the same. Um, Get yourself a professional that has no bias, that has no, um, no involvement in your personal life. You need somebody that you can speak to and that can give you honest, accurate information on how to treat whatever it is you're going through. Second part, get a little bit of physical therapy. Everybody qualifies for for physical therapy under their health plans. Um, And it's just for different things. You can have issues with knees. You can have issues with your back. It does not have to be an injury-related situation. Like for myself, I had six epidurals directly into my spine. So it's going to be um, very apparent that I'm going to have spinal issues. Um, now what the costs are, they vary, but I would highly suggest doing as many sessions as you can to help get you prepared for when you start doing some workouts and your workouts don't necessarily have to be at the gym. They can be at home. You can walk your dog. You can walk by yourself. You can push your kids in a stroller around your neighborhood. Find a way, you know, I have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning do my business, get myself ready, 
and then head out to the gym before five so that I can work out for an hour so I can be home by six to get my kids up and ready for school. That's the only way that it works for us. I'm not the type of person that can work out in the evening. So I have to get my most important stuff done, my stuff done in the morning because the rest of the day is pretty much dedicated to my family. Find alternatives. Don't find excuses. Okay. And your life might not be in the direction that it needs to be weight related like how my situation was, but whatever the whatever the situation is, find your purpose and then redirect yourself. Okay? It doesn't have to be difficult. Um those three steps are something that's just been extremely important to helping me in redirecting my life into where I want to go. Um you know, I've been super blessed with recognizing that my health was at a shitty place and now I have to really focus all of my energies and attention on myself. I go to the doctor quite frequently for checkups, for blood work, for um, follow-ups and I'm taking everything serious. You know, I'll give you an example of how we can go for so long with just neglecting ourselves and it's unnecessary. So, as part of my overall wellness, one of the things that started to bother me was my right foot started to get these weird pains on the bottom. Like I would get up from sitting and it almost felt like my foot was asleep. It had like a little tingling on the bottom, but then it got to a place where it was like I was walking on shards of glass, like nails. It was hurting. And I went to the doctor and I explained to them, you know, what was going on, that it was persistent. It had lasted longer than a month, which was something that was concerning to me because it's my foot I gotta walk and I don't want to walk with a limp I'm not a pimp like how do I what do I gotta do the doctor says you have a spur in your heel and uh you need to like a spur like you know from the western days put on the back of your boot but it's on the bottom of my foot now they're telling me I have to get some type of little adaptive heel uh insert and If it doesn't get better, there's the possibility that I could need surgery. And I'm thinking, great, add it to the list. So I get on the phone with my mom a little while later. And I said to her, "Um, you know, I've been having this issue with my foot, the bottom of my heel. And she cuts me off. She says, oh, yeah, you got a spur? I said, yeah, I got a spur. What do you mean? How, How do you know? She said, oh, I have one, too. And I've had it my whole life. And yeah, she's like, you'll be fine. Fine? Your whole life? Lady, I've had this for a month and I'm ready to just chop my foot off. You're crazy. And it just got me thinking, like, that is, that's my poor mom. She's one of the reasons why I have no I I don't want to say self-worth but that's one of the reasons she's one of the the folks that was instrumental in my upbringing and the fact that she does not have good self-care the fact that she puts herself on the back burner and doesn't treat or take care of the imminent issues it was just it was like a ton of bricks just hit me you know like wow 
this is why I've gone so long without taking care of myself because the person who raised me showed me that it's not important to put yourself on the front burner to make yourself a priority that it's okay to live with pain and discomfort and issues and it was just I right then in there I told myself fuck no no and I even told her I said you're crazy this shit hurts like hell how the hell are you walking around oh you know I just get through it and no I reached out to my doctor we went back in I asked them okay what do I need to do what are the steps to prevent surgery? Get yeah, I'll buy those inserts, lickety split. What else? Okay, you need me to wrap my foot. Okay, what else? You need me to uh, lev- uh, elevate my feet and rest a few times throughout the day because I'm walking for 15 hours a day? Got it. Why? Because I want my legs to last a lifetime. I don't want to be in a wheelchair. I don't want to be infirm or decrepit. I need to, I have. I have things to do. And so why the hell would I allow my body to start deteriorating like that when I know that there's a fix for it? So, again, don't put yourself on the back burner. We're reflective of it. I mean, you probably saw it in your household. And so it's it's something that you understand on a personal level where you're saying, you know, my mom didn't really care for herself. My dad didn't really care for herself. They let their health go to shit. And that's what I'm doing. And you can change that narrative. You can change that story for yourself. You don't have to go down in a pile of flaming shit. You can grab your life by the fucking horns. You can kick that gravel out from under your feet. And you can restabilize yourself and say, you know what? I'm going to live the best fucking life I'm going to live. I'm going to live a high quality life. I'm going to change the perspective of myself. I'm going to change the perspective of others of me whether they like it or not and you know it's funny how people start fucking with you after you lose a little bit of weight you know they start to see like oh well you know she's doing good i i kind of want to jump on her bandwagon be thankful be proud these people are seeing that you went from doing nothing from being completely inactive to being overly active they love your energy be proud of that the people that didn't fuck with you that fuck with you now be thankful because these are people that have been watching you for a long time and maybe they weren't always rooting for you but you are that underdog you are going to be on top and it's unfortunate that not everybody's going to be your cheerleader at first but you know what hey it, it it is what it is you know and you yourself You're such a strong fucking individual. And the things that you're going to overcome in your life, this is just one of many. But it's a challenge that you're going to take on full head. You're going to go full steam ahead. You're just going to bust through this shit like the Kool-Aid man right through the wall. And I can't wait to be there with you at the very end to see your successes and accomplishments. Because there's so much that you can do. Whatever your passions are, whether like if it's like me, helping the homeless, you know, for those of you who understand my passion for helping the homeless, my dad was the kind of person that when he was out working his jobs, he was out in the field, he would give any person that was homeless a job. And at the end of the day, instead of just dropping them off and paying them what he could pay them, he would bring them to our house, he would let them shower, he'd shave them up, he'd cut their hair, um, he'd make them a hot meal. 
They'd sit around, they'd have a couple brews, watch some TV. He'd pack them a to-go plate. He'd wash their clothes for them while they were hanging out. That way, when he took them back to their spot, you know, they had a haircut. They were clean. Their clothes was clean. They had food for the next day. They had money in their pocket. These folks were so blessed and so thankful to have my dad. And my dad was so blessed and so thankful to have them. And, you know, he did this on a regular basis, just quiet as a mouse, didn't tell anybody about it. And, you know, as an adult, when I found out these stories and I learned about it, I was like, damn, you know, this is what I want to do for my life. You know, seeing my dad, you know, being so selfless. And it's not that I necessarily wanted to be like my dad, but knowing the good that he had in his heart, that was something that was it was inherited for sure. Uh, And I'm not going to just sit here and be like, oh, I have such great love in my heart. I'm such a great person. No, I'm a shit person at times, too, I'm sure. But. My per my personal passions and my missions are set around that. And if my personal passions and missions were puppies and kittens, you would see me working hard as fuck in every vet or shelter or um, no-kill shelter or walking dogs. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it is you're passionate about, find it. Go for it. Do it. You can do it. You know, it, it doesn't take much. It takes a lot of thought. It takes a lot of action. We have little computers at our hands at our disposal. Pull it up. Google it. Make phone calls. Send emails. You know, create your own groups. Create your own organizations. If you don't like what's out there, make your own. There's just so many opportunities for us to start doing things with our life rather than just sitting around and waiting for things to happen to us. Let's make shit happen. Um, You know, right now that I'm on this new era that's going to be a part of my life for the rest of my life, it's exciting for me. You know, eating healthy, being physically active, trying to deal with all of my demons, trying to deal with my past, um, how I want to shape and mold my future. These are all important steps in my life and me sharing it with you, I'm doing it because I want you to take whatever you can from any of this and apply it. Just apply a part of it and you're going to see a tremendous success and outcome of of whatever caliber you, you aspire to. So if you're saying, you know, I really want to start a business or I really want to do this, lay out the foundation. Go back into a couple of my other uh, podcasts that I did a few months ago. That's what I'm talking about. I want you to succeed. And I'm not a gatekeeper by any means. If I have a pair of shoes and you like them, I'm going to tell you where I got them and how much I paid for them. Especially if they were on sale. Um, But there's people out there that just want to gatekeep good information. And that's fucked up. And I will never fucking do that shit to you guys. Um, anything that I know, you're going to fucking know any information that I have that's of any benefit or value. I'm going to share that shit with you guys. You are the most important people next to my family in my life. And I mean that wholeheartedly. And when I come on here, which I'm, I'm going to be doing it way more often because I have a new passion in my life and I have a new fuel. I have a new fire. Um, before when I was talking to you guys, I was running on fumes. And if I, if you think I did good then, um, and I was fucking dying, 
if you think I was doing good then, just wait for what I have for you. I swear, um, I want only the best. I want only abundance and blessings for you guys. Um, we can even do self-affirmations. If you guys are not familiar with how to do them, I can show you guys how to do a couple of them. You know, talking about I am worthy, I am enough, I am beautiful, I am hardworking. Um, you know, there's just talking to water. And what, that's one of the things that I started doing recently. I think one of my cousins thinks I'm crazy, but when I talk to my water and I know that it's entering into my body, for whatever reason, I feel like it's doing me a benefit. And it might be a placebo effect. Who knows? But just like anything, if it's meant for good, it's going to create good. And I feel like if you do things with your heart wholeheartedly, you're going to see a tremendous outcome. Um, I was not intending on taking this into 45 minutes, but I love and appreciate you if you've stuck around this entire time. Um, so yeah, follow those three steps if you're looking to try to pivot your life into a healthier lifestyle. Uh, if you are just needing somebody to reach out to, contact me. You can reach out through uh, my podcast here. You can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, on uh, God, where else am I? Snapchat. Um, but yeah, definitely reach out if you need anything. I'm always here for you guys. I love and appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful week. Stay positive. You are extremely blessed.